the Inquisitive Nobody. I'm your host, Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. What's going on, everybody? What is good? <laughs> it's Friday, you know, feeling kind of silly. Um, let's see. All right. We are on, well, this is, well, this is what? Episode 43, right? Um, yeah, man, we're on, we're cooking, man. We've got seven, seven episodes left until a big, uh, episode 50. Granted, I don't know what I'm planning or if I'm planning anything, but it's cool to know that I've just been doing it, you know, for 43 weeks. You know, it, it's, it's pretty cool, you know, just last year, uh, I, this wasn't even a thing. So it's cool to see that uh, uh, I've kept it going. And it doesn't even feel like 43 episodes, you know? It's cool. Um, I'm glad that it's it's almost at 50. Um, that's, that's freaking awesome, man. Um, yeah, it, and it still feels fun. So, and I haven't even gotten started with the conversations that I really want to have but again I just need time you know so I'm again I'm developing original stuff you know just like the uh, guests that I have but also I'm gonna have solo uh talks and all that stuff so more um solo things and more guest stuff on the way please just give me time but at the same time thank you for still listening to uh what's going on here with with uh the married at first life stuff so thank you thank you for that all right so let's let's do this so um what are we on right now it is uh married at first sight season 12 episode 14 i expected a little better it's kind of messed up but (laughs) the reason i see that they named this is because um I, not every couple but probably two out of the th- now four couples because uh they didn't have chris and page on here which was uh surprising they're like you know what uh you guys are done so um we don't need to have you on here so thank god thank god for that like we really don't need to see the shenanigans you know what i mean i think maybe oh no that's not the first time that uh couples were uh gone um i forget there was heather and Derek from season four i believe they ended pretty early so they were no longer well actually no i think no i think they kept i think they kept Derek for the whole time and i think heather was gone so this might be actually the first time that a uh that both participants from married at first sight that ended early has not been in at least one episode so I guess that's another first <laughs> if 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 you want to have that as a first. But uh, yeah, that that's what happened. So that's pretty crazy. But um, yeah, so let's start it up. So it's day 40 of marriage. There's 16 days left until decision day. So this whole episode is basically um they've had this they've had this type of episode before in previous seasons but at the same time i don't remember it too much i think they uh 
the one group, whatever, which one was with uh, Jamie and Beth, whatever season that was, I believe they did that with going back and sharing your roots and all that stuff and um, sharing where you're from because obviously where you came from is has a lot to do with how you are today as a person and I, and I truly believe that as well. So I remember that when they did that with in season one with Jamie and Doug, Jamie, you know, we found out, I don't remember her uh, complete story, so I apologize. But, you know, it was a very sad one. She she said she didn't have a good, it was very reminiscent of Virginia. She didn't have a very good childhood. Um, she, like, lived in a shack and all that stuff, so she was embarrassed about her life. That's why she went out and, you know, I don't know if she tried to be a model or something, but uh, status was very important to her. Not to say that she was an airhead or anything like that or uh selfish or a gold digger but you know status was very important to her but you know with with doug she found out that that's not everything and she pretty much had a pretty bad uh life um with uh beth i think there was some things too um but that was this is pretty that's pretty much the um episode is uh sharing their past so the first one is Virginia and Eric. So they go to Eric's parents' house to say that, oh, this is where he um, grew up. And he was showing um, Virginia his air combat medals and all that stuff, Medal of Honors. And she was like, oh, yeah, you know, kind of like the badges from uh, Boy Scouts, right? And he was like, uh, he, he had this look of <laughs> like, did you just? did you just disrespect me? Because <laughs> this ain't no, I didn't get a badge for knitting and uh, crochet and all that stuff. I was in combat, woman, in the air. Yeah, but she's like, no, 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 I get it. It's the same concept. It's the same concept. So, um, she was, uh, he was, he was showing her, um, uh, photos from his high school yearbook in 95. And she was like, oh, 95, huh? Hmm. I was two. <laughs> so, you can see the, um, the gap that they have is, is freaking crazy. Um, and she starts getting teary eyed because Eric c continuously talks about family so much, but she says that she ha that he hasn't put in the effort to see her family because Virginia always talks to the mom, sees the mom or sees his family and all that stuff. But, um, he doesn't reach out to his fam uh her family or anything like that and he's like listen you know i'm busy i, I have work um it, 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 it's it you know it's kind of far but then um you hear that like um well you find out later that um uh, virginia's family lives in tennessee so <laughs> and uh what's it called and eric's family lives in atlanta so that's why you can visit all the time. And that's why he can't because he's gone 15 days out of the month, you know, flying everywhere and all that stuff. And so yeah, he can't visit so often. Granted, yes, he can call, text, FaceTime, whatever. So yeah, that's that's his fault. And he has said so too. He's like, you know what? I didn't know that family was so that huge of a deal for you so you know what i'm gonna do my part my bad i'm sorry so i okay that i mean that's good but then um it, but but the thing also too like even though they're in tennessee and stuff like that that's mostly like 
I mean, whatever. I'm gonna I'm gonna be stereotypical right now, but guys don't reach out. They don't reach out to family members and and stuff like that. That's not really their thing. I mean, if they come over, we'll hang out with you. <laughs> you know, we'll be cool. But to reach out, that's like a girl's thing. You know, of course. That who did she, who did Virginia say that she spoke to the most? The mom, because that's you know. You know, she probably wants a mother. I mean, no, she has a mom. Um, but it's like she wants that bond, that stuff like that. Yo, what? I don't need to talk to your dad. <laughs> you know, for what? I mean, if I'm there in your house, sure, we'll shoot the shit and stuff like that. But I'm not gonna call up your dad like, hey, uh, sir, how you doing? Um, still banging your daughter. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? What are we gonna talk about? I mean, uh, of course, unless there's like a real, uh, not connection, but I mean, yeah, for lack of a better term, connection, like we're into the same things, like, I don't know, golf, basketball, wrestling or something or something more geeky, you know, then all right, yeah, I'll, I'll call him. But like, we're not calling, we're not calling your dad because your dad is your dad. He's not our friend. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't want us to be with you. He doesn't want us to fuck you. You know, we're on, we're on eggshells with your dad. So, no, we're not going to reach out and try to be buddy-buddy. You know, the only times we're going to talk to your dad is, one, one, when we're trying to get with you and you introduce us to him, and two, when I, I feel like I want to uh, get his blessing to marry you. And then after that, you know, watch the kids. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're trying to make BB number two. You know what I mean? That's it. But we're not going to reach out as much as women reach out to their the female counterparts. You know, like that's that's not a that's not a guy thing. We we just don't do it. Um, but anyway, but at least Eric knows that he he was he was out of pocket and he's going to try and uh rectify the situation. So all right, Vincent and Brianna. So uh. Brianna is at a tap dancing class and she said that she used to tap dance when she was little but something interesting she said that she said she stopped doing it she stopped dancing but she wished she hadn't because she didn't think that tap dancing would make her any money and this is her at like whatever 12 13 she's like you know what it's not gonna make me any money it's like who's who's putting in your head at 12 13 that you need to already start thinking about money you know um i don't know and again she regrets that she stopped doing it again she might be right i i don't know any famous well i know savion glover but like other than that like is he making bank or is he doing something else on the side of uh tap dancing um so I'm not saying necessarily that she's wrong in her assessment, but I'm just saying who gave you that assessment? Who's who told you, you know what, man, this isn't going to make me any money. I don't remember anybody when I was doing art in uh, junior high as an elective. I don't recall anybody telling me, listen, I don't know why you're taking this as an elective. Whatever you do here, you're not going to make any money. You know, I was just interested in the arts in the fine arts might i add you know but yeah just let me just let me discover my passion don't kill it saying that oh forget that you need to make money because she said it herself she she didn't even want to get into engineering but engineering makes money so she got into it granted she because she and she's good at math 
So, yeah, she's good at math. Um, so she excelled at it. She's great at it now. She makes a lot of money. Bravo. But she is kind of not upset, but she's sad that she didn't continue on with her passion. And that is a very, that's a sad dilemma to be in nowadays for everybody, even Brianna too. It, it's sad that we have to forego passion and do what we're good at to make it in this world. But now we're sadder for it. And it sucks. It really does. Because again, I mean, for those of you who don't know, and this is your first episode. Hi, how are you? I'm Martini. So Again, I'm 41, still live with my parents, did horrible in college, but I'm trying to make up for it with this, with the podcasting, trying to get into the entertainment industry. I'm writing two books, you know, and again, I'm picking the two hardest professions that I can think of. Uh, And again, that people have said too, like, what? You want to be an author? That makes no money. You, you're trying to do podcasting that's going to take you forever to make money. But guess what? They, I am fulfilled. I'm fulfilled by these projects that I'm doing. Granted, right now I'm a retail supervisor. I'm making that, I'm making, well, I'm not making money, but I'm receiving money enough to pay the bills. So that keeps me afloat. Of course, I'm not a moocher. Don't want to stay with my parents. I want to get my own spot. But again, the podcast and these books, they're very fulfilling, you know? And um, I'm really glad that I'm doing them, despite everybody's worry that I'm not going to go anywhere. Yeah, they're um, supportive, but supportive at arm's, at arm's length because they're like, all right, well, it's no skin off my back. If he, if he loses, he loses. But if he wins, he wins. And it's like, no, nah, I don't need that. You need to you need to be more like, nah, man, you are gonna do it. You're gonna do it and you're gonna kick ass. Granted, some friends have done that. So if so if any of my friends are listening, you know who you are. Thank you for the motivation. I appreciate it and I love you. But others are like, Man, you're just wasting your time. And it's like I I I don't wanna be in that situation. Well, I was actually in that situation before where I had to either give up my passion or continue to just meander around in the I don't want to diss the retail world but just like in reality and just you know do what I'm good at no um, I want to combine both I am good at writing I am I believe I am good in this podcasting so I'm going to combine what I'm good at with my passion and I hope to profit from that money-wise and fulfillment-wise. So I don't want to separate the two. But um, yeah, that was a little insider rant right there. But um, yeah, Brianna brought it out of me. So uh, yeah, it sucks that she had to do that. And again, she says she regrets uh, giving it up. And she was talking to Vincent about her feeling ugly when she was little because there was a whole uh dark skin light skin controversy what uh colorism there you go she she experienced colorism when she was uh smaller so colorism for those who don't know is pretty much in the black community it's it's a kind of an unsung fight amongst darker skinned people and lighter skinned people or either or either mixed just because 
the rumor is that dark-skinned people are more aggressive, more they've been pained more, and the light-skinned people are uh, they're fared more, they're desired more, they get treated more with respect from other cultures, from other races, and it all stems back from slavery, where the white slave owners would uh, choose to house literally um, the lighter fair skinned black slaves and leave the dark skinned slaves outside to tend to the work and that divide has always been a thing since t till since today <laughs> you know from back then till today and she suffered that and but she realized at a young age too that like no i am beautiful this is this is who i am and all that stuff so that's so that's good she yeah she said it right here at 15 and 16 she knew she was enough so that's that's awesome that's great that's good for her because um not that i can speak from experience but i know that dark-skinned women always get the short end of the stick and because they're always labeled as ugly or unattractive unattainable all that stuff so i'm glad that she did find her uh her voice her confidence and you know her backbone to say no um i am uh attractive and whatever so yeah and you know what and as much as i don't like brianna um she's uh she is attractive she's she's cute you know but i'm good <laughs> but uh so um so it, it i mean it kind of ends on a sour note with them because She's talking about how, like, yeah, she wants to make it, she wants to clear the air and say, yeah, I do want to have kids, but again, it's not going to happen soon because I want to, because of the whole uh, high blood pressure thing. And so she's like, yeah, I can't wait to have kids so they can be as confident as us and we can give them what we couldn't have when we were little. And they're, and I don't want, you know, my kids to like go through what I went through because of the, colorism thing and she was like yeah i want to have kids but that's going to happen from a long a long time from now and uh vincent's like a long time from now she's like yeah a long time from now and he's like oh okay <laughs> yeah because vinnie because vinnie doesn't necessarily want to wait i mean he, not that he wants it tomorrow but he definitely wants it sooner than later and brianna wants it later than sooner so yeah it's always it's always a uh it always sucks <laughs> having those conversations but you know you just gotta just gotta keep powering powering on through you know so ryan and clara um ryan goes to clara's parents house where we meet londa and i believe we met her you know during the breakfast time and i think she was i'm pretty sure she was at the wedding too so they have a good talk, a spirited talk, but at the same time, well, uh, well look at that, spirited talk. That's exactly <laughs> what I wanted to say uh, without even saying it. They were, um, uh, what's it called? Ryan asks, how important is like religion to Clara and all that stuff? And then they do a flashback of saying, hey, religion's not that important to me. My dad didn't go to... um." my dad didn't go to a church so and my mom is religious so i so i know that even though they have differences a marriage can work in that uh retrospect 
And hey, I mean, obviously they're still together, so it can. But at the same time, with religious people, they have this term called unequally yoked, meaning that they need to be on the same page, same wavelength, and all that stuff. I remember going with through that with my ex-fiance. She really wanted me, even though I was a Catholic, she was Christian, so she wanted me to be rebirthed and do my baptism again as an adult to be a Christian and to follow the same rules and all that stuff. I was like, I'm good. We can still be together without me doing all that, you know, but of course, you know, we broke up. But Clara is like, you know, I don't want to be stuck in that regimented uh, way of thinking and, and all that stuff. And um, she's um, Brian, you know, wants to, raise his children in the church and uh Londa Ryan's mom said at the beginning she wasn't even into uh church she said that after she had Clara because I believe Clara is an only, an only child um she was it's it was then after she became a mom um she was like wait a minute maybe I should uh put uh you know myself into church and and to her in church as well so um londa said londa says that maybe after she has kids it's gonna be she's gonna reevaluate her decision and all that stuff and ryan's like oh oh that's good oh oh man that's that's awesome so he got super happy about that potential but at the same time that's what it is is potential and i've learned from it the hard way that uh, people should not fall in love with potential because that's what I was to my uh, ex-fiance potential and so uh, and that's where it failed because you need to like the person how they are now that's not to say that their potential won't ever reach into whatever it is but don't bank on how that person will be bank on how they are now uh, do you like them now do you love do you love them now do you guys share the same values now do you guys share the same goals now not later later doesn't exist okay i, I remember i was um uh i was uh what is it um just like i said in the uh episode with uh andrea and cassandra that i forget where i got it from still haven't looked it up by the way but i remember when i said that uh, that I, I got this thing where they said the the past is just memories now. It doesn't really even exist. It's just memories. And the future doesn't exist too. It's just your imagination. The only thing that exists right now that is real, that is tangible, is the present. So you live in the present. Do not fall in love with, with potential. And me, I hate saying that only because not not to say that I hate repeating myself, but it's just, it, it just hurts to me <laughs> because I feel that that is directed towards me as well and that's why I think a lot of women they want to keep me around because they do think that I'm cool but they're waiting for that potential as well because like mm, he's almost done he's almost good you know put it up a little bit maybe 400 450 degrees for 20 more minutes and then he'll be mwah, chef kiss perfect you know what i mean and it sucks because it feels because in that retrospect i don't know necessarily that they're waiting to so for me it just feels like that i'm not enough you know and i feel and it and it brings me down into this sullen place where i'm like oh man i'm not enough people don't want me and stuff like that whereas maybe 
they do want me, but they don't want me now. They want me for later, um, but they can't do that <laughs> because I don't know what I'm going to be later. I know who I am right now, and right now I'm a damn good dude. And if you don't want me now, what is it that women say? If you can't, if you don't, if you don't like me at my worst, you can't have me at my best. So I mean, I'll adopt that. You know, I've said it before, and I'll use uh, your girl's uh, quote book against y'all. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you can't have me at my worst, you most certainly cannot have me at my best. So, um, or if you don't want me at my worst, you can't have me at my best. So no, but it but it, it does hurt because it, hearing that because it was used on me, you know what I mean, and it sucks. I'm like, no, I, I am good. You just you just gotta wait a little bit, but you can't have people wait for you, man. You know, it, it you gotta let the people want what they want. So you gotta let them go, or they'll just leave on their own. But um, yeah, Ryan cannot expect uh Clara to finally get his finally see his ways after having a child because that is a huge commitment that's I mean not even a huge commitment sorry that is a huge risk like a, a, a whole child just to see my point of view how about if she's like oh you know what Def I definitely don't want um uh our baby to um go to religion not now now i am for sure i don't want our child to go to church ryan is gonna be pissed he's gonna be like whoa i waited nine months you know for this child to come out and for me to start playing you know uh, uh bible music all around the house and you're telling me that religion's off the table and Clara's like yes religion's off the table that's horrible like oh my god and then now he's stuck now he's stuck with her well not necessarily but a child is here now a, a child uh, no you need to make a decision before a child even enters the picture so oh man I would not want Ryan to be um in that position and then oh, and it would suck too because then he would have probably said I love you, and then obviously they had sex because he's waiting for freaking the second coming of Christ to come down to freaking fuck his wife. But like, imagine all that. He you know he he says I love you for the first time to Clara. He finally has sex with her. They have she has the baby, and then boom, she's like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. He's gonna be like, wait, what? I did all this for you, and now you're betraying me you know what i mean so it's like mm -mm. we don't need that we don't need that please ryan don't 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 wait for her to fall in line with your uh uh rigid thinking okay just accept her for how she is but but that's the thing i mean how can you compromise on that she he wants um his children or whatever child to attend church and be raised in the church and she doesn't how do you compromise on that it, it, it's like the same thing as like well i want a baby well i don't how do you compromise on that you don't i don't know like some, somebody's gonna lose and it just sucks but somebody somebody has to lose and it sucks that it has to be that way but um but the thing that sucks is that Clara now is like losing a battle because now you have Ryan, Londa, you have Ryan and Londa versus Clara for uh the religious stuff, you know, and 
it, it's gonna suck because Clara's gonna lose, and she's <laughs> she's not gonna be happy that she has to force her kids, her future kids, into this way of thinking when she when she didn't grow up in it well she did but she got out of it and she hated it and she doesn't want that for her kids but if you know if you got grandma and you got the dad on the same side mm, that's gonna be uh pretty rough for her so i feel for her so we go back to virginia and eric and um eric is a man of his word so he calls virginia's dad in tennessee and um oh yeah i found out that uh atlanta to tennessee by drive is three hours away so again super far virginia for eric to visit all the time much like eric's family who lives in the same damn town (laughs) you know or maybe not the same town but at least the state you know you're trying to make me go three hours to see somebody that i really don't even want to see you know but um yeah so (laughs) Um, Eric apologizes and he says, look, you know, I've been busy and all that stuff, but I know, uh, I know now that family is important to Virginia and the dad is like, listen, you don't owe us an apology. You got to focus on the eight weeks and on you too. See, the dad understands. He's like, dude, you don't need to, I don't need to talk to you. <laughs> it's like, you need to just focus on my daughter, man. Like that's, that's what you need to do. Cause after that, then we can do all this, you know, lovey-dovey crap. But you need to focus on the one person in your life. That's Virginia. But he does But he does say that he's really proud of him as a son-in-law. And Eric holds that to heart. He's like, oh, my God, thank you so much. You know, so that, so this is great. So, boom, like, the dad, the dad is already cool with Eric, man. He, he, he got the, he got the, um, whatever, the sign of approval, man. So, Virginia, calm down, okay? Stop trying to put him on a guilt trip and um but the thing but there's one caveat though because eric says like yeah you know i can't wait to show her what a marriage should be and then the dad's like (laughs) what do you mean he's like listen a marriage is very different from person from couple to couple so i don't necessarily think that you should have this like guideline uh um about what a marriage quote-unquote should be they don't always play the same for everybody which is true. It's absolutely true. But th- my thing is, is that Eric does a horrible job with uh, chronicling what he means that by that. Because he says there's, there's, okay, fine. Every relationship is, every marriage is different. But there are certain tenets that are in every marriage in the world. And he just wants her to abide by them. And that I am completely on Team Eric. Because I was gonna say Vanessa. Virginia just thinks that it's hey, we're just two people, we're just two peas in a pod, and we can do exactly what we've been doing before, you know. So I was like, I don't know. Like, I guess from what Eric has been um, complaining about is, of course, the sleeping over people's houses and um, what's it called? Uh, not the drinking um that's not like a marriage thing really oh uh knowing where she is you know like hey you know give me a text back or something like that you know or let me know where you are you know things like that i guess and she's like what are you talking about you know and i don't know well, well we'll get into it later but um yeah they 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 touch on that again so um Haley and jacob so they are at the batting cages 
and um, Haley said that she went earlier in the day just to get some practice in, and she, you know, was rocking it. I think. Well, I think she there was ten, ten, ten pitches. She hit eight for Jacob. There was twenty pitches, and he hit two. She's like, oh my god! I'm like, I thought you, I thought you'd be better. I, ex- I expected a little better from you, you know. Hence the title. Um, and she and she wins and she glows. She's a freaking sore sore winner. I hate it. Like, shut up. It's like we're just having fun. I mean, there's one thing that you be like, ha ha, I beat you. But she's like, ha, you know, I, I'm the best. And it's like, bitch, it is just batting cages, okay? Like, <laughs> calm down. But then they, but then you find out that Haley did a lot of softball. Um. A lot of sports growing up, which is good. That's awesome. And but the thing is, she started showing her like snooty side, where she said when she when she was four years old, she refused to wear a helmet when she did softball, and then she refused to swim, and um, she just didn't want to do it. And then, uh, damn it. And Jacob was like, oh, you know, a little bit of a diva, and she's like, no, I I was strong minded back then at four. No, you were, you were a diva, you know, you were, or at four years old, you were a little bitch, okay, let's, let's call it as it is, get your ass in the pool, and, and learn how to swim, okay, or put a damn helmet on, so you don't get knocked in the fucking head, while, <laughs> while an 80 mile an hour uh, softball, you know, might hit your, might hit your head, you know what I mean, like, stop being full of yourself um but we definitely see how again she is growing up that that's that's the whole caveat of this whole episode to to know why people are the way that they are and we'll get back to them later when they have their little talk with dr pepper about how she is um but yeah speaking of dr pepper um she visits everybody to uh, uh, reconnect with everybody's unanswered questions back in episode uh 13 i think it was three little words or something no 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 Thir- episode 13 was an unanswered question so you know she just wants to come back and see if everybody has talked about the problems that they were talking about so now it's 15 days until decision day and Dr. Pepper Schwartz is meeting with Brianna and Vincent, and she wants to. She's visiting everybody to elevate unique prop- properties of trust, and also discuss the feelings you have on vulnerabilities. Because everybody, you know, they wants to be all stoic and stuff like that, as opposed to just like, um, hey, you know, you got to open up. You got to open up to your partner, or who else will you open up to? So, uh, we up to we're up to Brianna and Vincent, and one of the first problem was you know sleeping in, because um, Brianna had the issue. Uh, no, uh, Vincent brought up the issue that Brianna has a problem with Vincent sleeping in, but he has told her that he's busy. You know, he works you know, twelve, thirteen hour days, and he needs to get some sleep. So he explains that again. And she's like, yeah, I understand that. But at the same time, he, um, he'll he be in the bed and he'll be in the bed for 30 minutes on his phone before he finally goes to sleep. And I'm already knocked out. And then when I get up, I'm, I'm up and he's like, oh, you know, give me a, a half an hour. But it'll turn into two hours. And she's mad about that. And then uh, Brianna's like, OK, so I'm mean, not Brianna. 
Dr. Pepper was like, okay, what's the compromise? He's like, well, you know, he can sleep, he can sleep earlier, like 30 minutes earlier. And, um, I can sleep, you know, earlier too. And Vincent's like, that's not a compromise. I don't understand. <laughs> and Dr. Pepper's like, yeah, it's not. And, uh, Dr. Pepper suggested, you know, maybe on X days he sleeps in and on Y days he gets up when he needs to. Um, does it have to be all or nothing? And Brianna has this look like, mm, yes, it is in my book. <laughs> you know, she's like, oh, no, 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 it doesn't have to be all for nothing. Even though I'm controlling and I really want him to get up when I want him to get up. So, um, yeah, you can just see that Brianna, Brianna didn't offer a compromise. She just wanted things her way. But Dr. Pepper coming in the clutch and fixed it real quick. I don't know if they're going to uh, ad adhere to that, but that that's what the compromise is. And the number two thing was uh, about the birth thing. And um, uh, what's his name? Vincent, you know, they said they, they talked about it, about the high blusher thing, high, high blusher, high blood pressure position because uh, Brianna has high blood pressure. So it would be extremely dangerous for her. Well, actually, I shouldn't say extremely. I mean, it, it is a dangerous thing to have high blood pressure when you're already and then getting pregnant and then it elevates even more. Yes, that that is pretty dangerous. But Vincent said that they haven't done he hasn't done research on it yet, but he's going to. And then um, what's it called? Dr. Pepper said, well, have you ever thought of adoption? And he's like, mm. he's never thought of that because he wants to build his legacy. He wants to have his wife and his three natural kids so and i you know i'm sorry i mean i completely understand him no beef no beef to anybody who has been adopted or anybody looking to be adopted it's it's not that but it's just that you know with the man you know he wants he wants to have his son or his daughter his dna being passed and then best of all you know look like that child looking back at you and you know that like that's your kid, you know the, the 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 kid either acts like you naturally, or does like I don't know have a tick, looks like you, is interested in the same things in you, you know, it, it, and it's a wonderful thing. Again, no beef to the people who have been adopted or who want to who want to be adopted. Um, I have a I have a friend actually who has two two natural kids and two uh, adopted kids, and she loves all four of her children they're all girls all the same and it's great it, it's it's a lovely thing for to to get a child who has not been loved or who has been like left because of neglect because of a parent or, or whatever situation and then you take that kid as your own and you raise them and then and then when they call you dad or daddy and you're like whoa like this this kid is not even naturally mine but they are treating me like I am their father. Like, this is an amazing feeling, a, a, a great authoritative feeling. Like, oh, thank you. And a great loving feeling. So that's that's awesome, too. And But I completely understand um, Vincent because I, I don't I don't necessarily think about adoption or something like that. Because, again, naturally, it's like, well, why, why would I need to adopt when I my my equipment is working <laughs> you know what i mean we always we always kind of get offended about that too like what do you mean adopt like you're trying to say that 
my boys don't swim? What are you trying to say? <laughs> you know, we always take it personally. Um, so, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I would ever adopt because I I do want a child. But then again, I'm 41 years old, man. I, I mean, if I'm gonna need to get a chick, she's gonna have to be not quite young, but she needs to be young. But let's say I get somebody of my age and then we start going out. We're going to be like 44, 45. I might need to look into that as an option. To I need to be realistic, you know, and I shouldn't think of it as a demotion or a downgrade. Um, but a part of me would, you know, it would be kind of sad to not be able to have a natural child. Um, so please don't hold it against me, adopted people. Trust me. Like, again, it it has nothing to do. It has nothing to, like to do with y'all. Like y'all are great, um, and it is cool to um, again get a child, you know, from an agency or whatever, and to have give them a better life that they wouldn't have that they wouldn't have before. Because you don't want kids to be like locked up in a horrible system or from house to house and all that stuff. It's it's horrible. You you want to give that kid a home and say like no. You're living here, man, or girl. <laughs> like you're you're living here, and we're gonna love you like our own. Uh, that that's gotta be a, a good feeling too. But yeah, totally understand what uh Vincent is talking about. Um, so okay, so there's 14 days left, uh, before decision day. Yeah, 14 days, and um, we go back to Virginia and Eric. So we're on, you know, uh, we did Eric's thing, you know, uh, the whole high school, all that crap. And so um, now we have Virginia showing her side. So she used to play basketball when she was little. And, yo, and let me tell you, yo, Virginia was super cute in her little basketball shorts and shit like that. And and her hair up uh, with an upsweep. And I was like, yo, she, look at her looking like a little basketball star. All right. Okay, Virginia. And, um... Yeah, so, um, yeah, uh, they're playing basketball one-on-one. I, th- uh, I th- um, no, I think Eric won, uh, but, but, yo, Virginia can ball. Yo, you know, she can freaking, what is it? See, I can't, I don't even know the name because I'm horrible at sports. So she can, um, not dribble, but, uh, she could, um, she could, uh, dribble it through her legs. Can't do that. <laughs> Still can't do that for the life of me, but she's good at it. She's really good. Again. You know, hand feet coordination, horrible at it, horrible at it. Hand eye coordination with video games, let's go, <laughs> you know. But, um, yeah, so Virginia, she's explaining to Eric that Virginia, uh, she, that she had to grow up really quick and she's showing Eric a lot of the, um, softball stuff. And she was saying that, yeah, one of her parents gonna come. So, like, her siblings came to see her, like, win something in basketball and, and all that stuff so like that's you know that, that's good and eric is like man like i completely understand where you came from and i get it family is really important to you but again you know i'm here now and i and you know you can lean on me and i know it's hard for you to trust and all that stuff because people have left you but i want you to need me and then he says everybody needs someone and then virginia's like well can't i just want you like do i need to have you uh, I mean, do I need to need you? I'm like, yo, I get it. I get it, Virginia. But like, damn, son. Like, he's not saying that. I get it. You don't want to need somebody because then you'll have to be dependent on them. But damn, if you cannot depend on your husband, who can you depend on? 
<laughs> that's the thing. Like, why can't you just relinquish that? Again, I get it. You've been in a lot of shit. And even this isn't um, uh, permanent. It, it, it's an eight-week experiment. You guys need to say if you guys should be together or not at the end of the eight weeks. Um, you know, in less than 14 days, in the decision day, you guys need to reclaim that you guys need to be together. Me, personally, I don't think you should. <laughs> okay? If I'm just being honest, you guys should break up. You guys are not well for each other. But as of right now, Yes, um, you need to stop being so stubborn, <laughs> and you need to uh, trust him, or at least not even him, because I just said that you shouldn't be with him. But whenever you find a new dude or whatever, and he becomes your real husband, if you guys do separate, yeah, you should. You it shouldn't be a shame for you to need somebody. Yes, you can want them, whatever, but to like say oh i need you you know for this or or you can depend on somebody who's reliable that's awesome that's an awesome thing to have and i don't think that um you should give that away and also too you know you're like oh do, do i have to need you do i don't need anyone well you need rocky right your dog and your dog is not even going to be freaking around here much longer you know you know what i mean like he has a less temporary life than a human so but you still need you know you you don't even want rocky you need rocky because if rocky goes away guess what you go you go frantic <laughs> you know what i mean so you know the value of needing something so i don't know why you wouldn't give that to your significant other let alone let alone your husband you know so i don't know man i whatever <laughs> it's all up to it you know it's your world virginia it's your world so we're at we're at uh Haley and jacob so they have another uh outing this is they first did Haley's thing so now it's jacob so they do um mini golf putt putt uh, as they like to call it and then you know jacob's like hey you want a code name and she's like because uh, you know they're gonna fill out the um the card to keep score so he's like hey you want a code name and she's like i prefer my real name he's like oh come on you know i'll be eagle and you'll be dragon she's like i don't want to be dragon okay fine it's like yo just freaking what is wrong with you like why can't you just have silly fun you know it's like like it's not like this is gonna be your gamer tag or something like that or like or hey let's get dragon tattooed on your arm so it's there forever like holy shit like take the stick out your ass Haley. good lord so um you know they're they're going at it and uh, what's this jacob is beating her ass in golf and i'm glad and Haley's like oh you know i had to let you win you know one time in in one of these things because i beat you so hard in in the other stuff so she kept she kept scaling she keeps getting mulligans and and all that stuff m missing the pars by a lot and she is a sore loser because before when she was winning she's a sore winner so i i was wondering i was like man is she gonna be a sore loser too uh yes <laughs> she is a, definitely a sore loser so she needs to have control anyway they um it's 13 days before it's now 13 days before decision day and now uh, we go back to Ryan and Clara's house, but now Clara is there too, so they're visiting the parents. And Ryan asks, they're eating, uh, I guess, lunch. And um, Ryan asks, oh, what were some of the things that you wouldn't have Clara do? 
And then Clara just freaking puts her uh, parents under the bus, and she's like, "Hey, you guys, you guys broke my uh, Usher Confessions CD." And they're like, "Wait, what? We did that? Like, Londa? Yeah, you did that. All right. <laughs> like, don't, don't, don't uh, be all like, oh, what me? That wasn't me. Yeah, it was. You know. So you did that, and um." what's it called uh she's like yeah you broke my uh usher cd and she's like but you know now looking back at it yeah it was wildly inappropriate and then um yeah and i i remember that that uh that same thing i i mean i forget maybe it was the same actually actual cd but i remember um my ex-fiance she had a cd a secular cd as they like to say a non-religious cd and i forgot i forgot maybe it was usher's confessions but Maybe it was something else that the parents found, uh, her parents found out. She was like, oh, my God. Uh, the mom was like, I can't, you know, I, you can't listen to this. So she, like, broke it and was like, ah, like, get this out of here. You know, so stupid. It wasn't even like, I, I forget, but it wasn't even that bad of a CD, whatever. And um, the uh, Claire was like, yeah, I wasn't allowed to have MySpace. I wasn't allowed to put my picture up there. And all this stuff. So you broke Usher's Usher's confession CD. You didn't allow her to be on MySpace. You didn't let her. You didn't let her put a picture up. But all that stuff didn't matter in the end, parents. Because guess what? She still whored out, and she got married on television. So great job. <laughs> no, but again, that's not even to slight Clara. It it really isn't at all. It's just that like parents. I don't know. I, I guess they were just being parents. But still, you can't hide the world from your kids the world is you're you're not bigger than the world the world is all around you you are not all around the world you know so you know you try to keep her down and oh you know be a pretty little princess and like don't listen to any listen to innocent things and blah 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 but like look she's still i mean you probably even made it worse which is why she you know slept with like as many people as you slept with again i'm not judging her i'm just saying you know like she did the exact opposite of what you wanted her to do you know like get real horny and get you know lingerie and have sex with people all over the freaking world doing the flight attendant stuff and then getting married on television as opposed to having it traditional you know she did everything that you guys did not want her to do so how effective was your parenting skills you know that that that's the thing that I'm talking about, and like I and I hate when parents do that. They just try to they they think that they can shelter their children, and meanwhile, you're just making them ripe for um not revenge but uh, rebellion. There you go. Um, you just yeah, you just have them rebel. Like I'm f this, you know. You don't want me sucking dick. Guess what? I'm gonna suck every fucking dick in the world. <laughs> you know, like that. Like that's how it is. You know, like I mean, I'm not saying that you should you should let them should let it happen, but to have such a decisive uh way of combating these things is the wrong thing too. Like breaking, you know, Usher's like CD. Why don't you talk about it? You know, why is she listening to, like, first off, ask her how she got it. That's one. And then two, talk about it. Talk about, like, hey, why are you listening to this stuff? You know, maybe she freaking might like it for the beat because clearly you can see that she said that. She didn't even know that it was wildly inappropriate. So all that she's listening to is the music, not the content. 
So there you go. I mean, you're listening to the content because you're older. So you know, you're like, oh my God, like this guy is talking about how many affairs he's having. And that's what Ryan said too. Like, oh my God, you're listening to this guy have, you know, talking about affairs. Like, Ryan, you're not so, you're not a, um, altar boy as well. You know what the fuck is going on. So I don't know why you're, uh, thinking that you're like Mr. Squeaky Clean over there, Mr. I don't like to fuck my hot ass wife, <laughs> you know? Um, so yeah, I don't know. Like talk to your kids, like don't be so iron fist. No, you shouldn't do this. This is the devil's work. Same thing for my ex fiance's parents, man. They're so freaking particular and it's like, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> They're not my problem anymore, but, um, I don't know. You don't, you just don't need to do that anyway. So, so now they we get up to the part where they need to confess to them to their younger selves. This is what um, uh, Doctor Pepper has uh, requested for everybody to do. So uh, Haley and Jacob is first, and Jacob just says, you know, pretty much don't be a bitch and face adversity. And she's like, oh, that that that's all you wrote. And he's like, yeah, pretty much. And Haley writes, hey, you know, uh, she wrote this long ass thing. I don't remember everything from it. But pretty much she said, listen to your mom because you hate, even though you don't want to, you know that she's right and all that stuff. And then they just sit there and then, um, uh, um, uh, uh, Jacob asked, what would you tell yourself before the wedding? And Haley was like, oh yeah, you know, I would tell myself, you don't know what you're getting into. And then she said, what would you ask? And then he starts laughing and he's like, I don't want to say, like, I shouldn't say. And he's like, no, 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 go ahead and say what you want to say. And she's already getting mad. And he's like, well, I would say, you know, return the bracelet. And then you see this this footage that they have kept in the tuck for freaking, how many episodes is this? Is this episode, this episode 14? They, they've kept this footage in the tuck just for this one moment to hit us in the slap of the face. So apparently, I don't even remember this. Um, but Henry got Jake, uh, Henry, oh, Jesus, Jacob got, uh, Haley a, um, bracelet for the, you know, for the wedding, right, and to Haley's story, she got it shipped to Atlanta because she didn't want anything to happen to it, but Jacob is pissed because it's like, yo, you don't even, it's not even here, you don't wear it. And she's like, well, I didn't know it was that important to you and all that stuff. And it's like, I mean, yeah, but the thing is, like, I got you something and you just discarded it. Uh, that's kind of whack. And she's like, well, I didn't want anything to happen to it and blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm like, I don't know. It, it, it It's weird. And, and then you, I mean, later you find out that Haley, uh, uh, Jacob is like, yo, that shit costs $800. You know, it's like. I'm not saying that like you could have easily shipped it here seven to 10 days and at least have it here. So it's around, but it's away. Like it's in, I don't know where, I don't know where she lives. Like, is it, is it Boston or something? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I mean, I know there, the show is in Atlanta, but I forget where Haley or Haley's family lives, but regardless, it's, it's not in the state. And, um, he's, I think Ohio, I don't know, whatever. But, um, he's, yeah, he's really pissed about that. Um, he's like, yeah, you don't, you don't wear what I gave you. And she's like, well, um, 
you don't wear what I gave you. And he's like, what are you talking about? It's like, I gave you this, like, I don't know, Columbia hat or something like that. And he's like, mm, $20 hat, $800 bracelet. Mm, come on. And I was like, that's kind of fucked up. But at the same time, it's kind of true. <laughs> you know, like, I bought you something. I mean, regardless of how much it costs, I bought you something. Acknowledge it. You know, and, he, and again, he says, oh, I don't want her to wear it all the time. It's just that I just it should be around, you know, just in case you have the option to wear it. But it's it's out of sight, out of mind with you. And she's like, well, I didn't even think about it. And he's like, yeah, that's the point. And Haley, again, with the stick up her ass, doesn't get it. And I completely get it. So, again, hashtag Team Jacob. So we go to Ryan and Clara. And, um... They're talking to uh, Dr. Pepper, and he says, "Of course, again, because um, because uh, the the um the issues answering Clara's question, like, yo, why aren't you fucking you know your wife?" And um, <laughs> he's he's saying, um, yeah, uh, Ryan wants to just wants everything to feel natural. He doesn't want the phrase "I love you" to wear out, which is why he doesn't he why he hasn't said it yet. And it's like, so what does that even mean? Like, what? So you're going to say I love you once a year? That doesn't make any sense. Like, I would say I love you when I would have sex with my ex-fiance. And, you know, like, or or on the phone or when we get out of the car. Like, why, why do you need to, why do you think that the phrase I love you is going to get worn out? That doesn't mean anything, you know, and me i'm asking myself what what is he waiting i mean i know exactly what he's waiting for he keeps saying it all damn time he wants it to feel natural but like what woman would accept him not saying i love you and not have sex like what what is he waiting for that like that's the thing like the only person who's gonna accept him not saying i love you and not having sex is another religious person and that's not clara so if that's the case then you guys should just break up because Clara wants to get fucked. And it's not even that she wants to get fucked. She, she pretty much Clara is the guy in this situation where she needs to get she needs to get to the love through the sex. And because well, actually no, I'm lying. Nope, she's still the girl because she says she pretty much says that she's in love with Ryan. And she just wants to put the cherry on top with the sex and he i guess apparently is not there on either end clearly because he's not having sex and also he hasn't said and will not say i love you until it feels natural um so i don't know what it will take for him for it to feel natural you know so i don't know man i mean if, if it's gonna be this back and forth thing man just let clara go and let her find another dude because you're pretty much everything that she's asked for in a guy except for the sex part you know so oh but also too it's it's interesting because she did i mean i guess she did it for herself because um she she did it to herself i should say because she did in the questionnaire that like all the time her relationship started physical so it'd be nice to like have somebody who is not as physical i mean not 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 as physical as in like physique but not to want to jump her bones, you know, in the first couple of days or whatever. And she's like, oh, be careful what you wish for. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, so you, you kind of did it to yourself. I mean, granted, they didn't they didn't 
have to shack you up with a freaking virgin, essentially. You know what I mean? Who doesn't want to have kids with you? No, not a virgin, but like an abstinent person, which is not necessarily abstinent, but he might as well be. Um, but again, uh, you know, he he's pretty much everything that she wanted, so that's why she's holding out because once well in her mind once they do they have once they do have sex then he reaches 100% like he has reached everything so you just waiting out and it's stupid i don't know man this guy's killing me so now there's 11 days until decision day and we're with Vincent and Brianna so we sh- saw Brianna with the tap dancing and all that good stuff and the colorism story that she told and now we're on Vincent's side and he took her to a bodega she's like what's this and he's like it's a bodega I'm like Brianna you don't know what a freaking bodega is like granted yeah you're not in New York City where they're like there's one on every block but what the fuck (laughs) like you don't know what a bodega is whatever but um, for all the uh international listeners or whatever a bodega is just a corner store marketplace <laughs> you know and with uh just whatever it's like a, it's like a little convenience store there you go um but very weird that she didn't know that but um yeah um but yeah uh what's it called um vincent is telling brianna that you know he didn't come he didn't come from a a a good life his parents came to the states for a better life and he loves his family but again he never really got that love that he wants to give to his future children that which is which is why he is so hell-bent and persistent about that because that's why he wants to have natural children because he wants to give the love that he never got to them so again, I, I understand what Vincent is talking about, and so does Brianna. Now, there's ten days, ten days before. So Haley and Jacob are with Dr. Pepper, and one of her, one of Haley's unanswered questions is, "Why don't, why don't you like to be leisure?" This, this is one of the big things because, um, uh, what's it called, um, Jacob pretty much always wears jeans and dress shoes right and she is wasting her time <laughs> asking one of these why are you so not i'm not i get not tight like clenched or whatever but why don't you dress down essentially and it's like aren't you uncomfortable he's like no like how can you never want to make yourself comfortable he's like um i I I am comfortable. That's why I wear it. <laughs> you know, I don't know why she wasted like one of her questions on that. And um, yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm I'm freaking comfortable. What the what the fuck? Like, what's wrong with you? So um, and um, I I don't know. I, I just feel that Haley is just super wound tight, like just trying to find things to hate on this guy. Um, like who cares what he wears like if if it's comfortable for him i mean i guess you can have the question but to waste that like you have bigger things to talk about as opposed to like how come you're not comfortable who said that he wasn't but anyway um and women shouldn't tell men what to wear Uh, you know just like all the time you guys say women say men shouldn't tell women what to wear well vice versa okay Haley. so um 
the bracelet is brought up again and Dr. Pepper says that he's hurt by the Red Jackson because it's not it's not in the state. He doesn't understand. So and Dr. Pepper says, I don't see any empathy from you. And um, Haley's like, well, if I don't want to be in a situation, I remove myself from it. And if I don't want to deal with something, I don't want to deal with it. I'm like, how do you feel that you're made for marriage then? If you don't want to be in a situation, you remove yourself from it. And also, if you don't want to deal with something, you don't deal with it. What kind of pompous ass self-entitled bitch are you? What? Like, so why? Why? (laughs) Why do you feel that you're made for marriage? That is not marriage material at all. At all. This and this behavior, again, like I said, started when she was very young. She was a fucking diva. Remember remember when I was saying she was um she didn't want when the her swim instructor said for her to swim, she laid out her beach towel and stayed on the side and was like, "No, I'm not swimming." Or when the softball coach was like, "Yo, put on a freaking helmet or you're going to get whacked in the head with a either a bat or a ball." She's like, "Nope, I'm not doing that. I'm good." Like and you we just her parents just let her be this way from age four to 27 you know so she had 23 years of no accountability for her actions and now she wants to be on tv getting married thinking that everything that she needs to get everything on a silver platter Hmm? what kind of sense is that okay (laughs) it's so weird I don't know, like, I don't know, like, no, no, you are not marriage material, Haley, sorry, um, so we have, uh, Virginia and Eric, so they write down their goals, oh, um, they, they talk with Dr. Pepper with everything, and Dr. Pepper's like, okay, I want you to write down your goals for your marriage, and then how you will achieve them, and then, um, Virginia, again, wants to break standards in a marriage while eric wants to enforce them <laughs> and again she brings up staying over a man's house because he's like i don't like you staying over a man's house and then she's like well how about if you're like not out of town if you're out of town and you know it's raining and uh you want me you want me to be on the street and he's like all right you're at you're at you're putting on way too many stipulations for this thing he's like he's not saying that but like if eric was saying oh if he stays home I mean, not if he sees home. Like, yeah, if, if he's off of work, you know, how he works 15 days on, 15 days off. I mean, if he's off and um, if he's off of work and he's at home, he wants you to be home with him. And she's like, mm, I don't know. I don't I don't like how you put that. Uh, I don't like how you put that like standard on there. Huh? Wait, so you mean to tell me that if he's if he's at home that you are w- going to willingly leave the crib to sleep in another man's house? Like, this is the standards that he's talking about. Like, why would you even need to do that? Like, like, I don't understand why Virginia acts this way. That makes no sense. And then they go, and then they go back to um the flashback with Pastor Carl, Pastor Carl, no, Carl, Cal. That's that's what I, I know. I was saying it wrong. So with Pastor Cal, um, 
because she was saying, "Oh yeah, I sleep over my gay. I sleep over my uh, friend's house all the time. They're like my get. They're like my best gay friends." And she's like, oh. "And Pastor Cal is like, well, are they your gay friends?" She's like, "Well, well, no. Like, <laughs> how, how do those guys feel? Like, that's another. Thing. I don't know if I mentioned that before, but like, how how would you feel knowing that your I don't know best girlfriend thought that you were gay? Not thought that you were gay, but like." you're gay to her <laughs> you know what i mean like huh like why does it need to be all that like we can be cool you know and not be referred to as gay and again i'm not gay shaming don't fucking pull that shit with me I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not doing that but i'm just saying it's like why do we need to be gay if we don't want to fuck you you know what i mean like why why is it that why is it that <laughs> And that's and it's so weird for freaking uh, Virginia to do that to think that there's nothing wrong with her staying at another man's house while Eric gets to sleep in his bed by himself because you want to hang out. I don't get it. And I think it's because she's thinking about the whole uh, you know her her uh, three day powwow sessions with her friends. You know, whatever. It's the new GTL from uh, Jersey Shore, but it's DDD, drink, 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 instead of gym, tan, and laundry, whatever. Um, th- what is it, Friday, Saturday? No, Thursday, Friday, Saturday is drink, drink, drink. So she doesn't want to come home and go back to her house and sleep in the bed with her husband she wants to just keep the party going, and hey, if it goes back to her friend's house, that's where the party is going. After party, y'all. After party, whoop whoop, and then she's just gonna stay there. Fam, crazy, craziness, crazy. What are you doing, Virginia? Get your ass home, okay? So I'm drinking all the damn time, but anyway, uh, Ryan and Claire. So they have to write their notes to their younger selves, and um. Clara is super vulnerable with hers. She's saying, like, you are loved. Don't be afraid to share your feelings. All this good stuff. Um, it was it was really nice. I mean, I didn't write everything down, but yeah, that's that's pretty much what it was. And with Ryan, he's pretty much saying, Yeah, you know, I'm perfect. I wouldn't change a thing. <laughs> Cause he's like, Yeah, I wouldn't change a thing and whatever. Like, um Yeah, it was pretty much that. And Clara's like, damn it, because she really wanted him to um display feelings and be vulnerable and like he doesn't really do that so she's like god damn it what the hell and um so the last thing that it ends on is Haley and jacob so Haley goes to her room and she calls her mom she's like well guess what um uh, uh jacob wants the um Jacob wants the uh gift back and he never said that. I don't I don't like how Haley is twisting the script and I'm glad that the mom is hopefully watching the episode to see what Jacob's intention really is because she cuz the mom was like, "Well, he shouldn't have given a gift that he wants back. He's not an Indian giver." Oh, sorry, that's a, an offensive uh thing. Sorry. But um um yeah he's not that you know what i mean it's like yo um he doesn't want it back he just wants it in the vicinity to so she could be like oh you know what 
I have this nice dress. You know what? I am going to wear that bracelet tonight and because it goes with it. And then Jacob sees it like, oh, shit, she wore the bracelet that I got her. Awesome. Cool. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it was. I mean, that's what the whole thing is. Like, oh, she's, she's thinking of me. But if it's out of sight, out of mind, like, how how can she show that, you know, she is thinking about him or he did a good job because they, they ain't fucking. So what what do you what is she gonna do oh i know what she's gonna do she's gonna make him uh change his clothes to suit her needs yeah that's right i forgot about that she's gonna make him change his diet after three years of uh having him on his own diet yeah that's right that's how she's gonna show that she loves him that that uh Haley loves jacob by changing everything about him to suit her needs got it right yes I forgot. I forgot. Way to go, Haley. Way, way to go to show your man how you love them by changing everything about him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got it. Got it. So that's the uh, end of the episode. <laughs> that's the end of the episode for that. Um, so I don't like Haley, as you can uh, surmise. But again, I do like her friend Laura. So I don't know. I'm going to try and uh, friend Haley it's a private thing which i hate um she her page is private but i'm gonna try and get in there not slide in her dms but i'm gonna get in there lauren lauren that's what it was not laura lauren and try to find her friend lauren from the show so uh i cannot so i can't do anything about it (laughs) you know so i can just i don't know follow her and uh just wish she was mine (laughs) because she's fucking hot but um yeah so that's the end of the show um we are on car 30 you know what it is it's it's the skin deeps uh the and self-edition card game we are on car 30 we're just rolling along here this is pretty good you know uh 100 and some odd um questions i wait hold on there's 199 right so 30 what is that i'm horrible at math 199 30 so 169 questions left all right, we're, we're going to get to them. You trust me. And it'll be interesting to see what place I'm in uh, mentally and physically and all that good stuff. But here we go. What What is this? Have I really, truly tried everything? Have I really, truly tried everything? No, I have not. I have not really and truly tried everything in my possession to get i guess further than where i am now so that is a very good question i mean but it's hard man it's hard to do everything because there are two other things that i can be doing but then i would have to quit my job because um i'd have too much on my plate i, I really would because I I definitely do want to start a second podcast. I'm not well, not even start a second podcast. I want to continue the podcast that I pretty much preemptively ended, even though it's kind of still alive because it's on another platform. And um, I always wanted to get back into it, but again, it's just it's just hard work, you know. Because then I have to put research into that i mean not research it, it's up and running all i need to do is just operate it again but again i you know it's article based and i need to read all that stuff and then uh put it in sequential order and do all these things and 
and at the same time that I'm doing this, this is going to be just, it's just wait, it's not enough time in the day. Like, again, if I didn't have my job and this was paying me, then yeah, I could fit it in. But I can't. <laughs> it's just too much. And then again, I and then I still wouldn't even have time for writing. I don't even have that second podcast right now, and I still don't have time for writing because I, a lot of my time just goes towards the podcast, and I and I want to write. I want to write so bad. I, I want to write and finish my draft. You know what I mean? So um, have I really tried and truly uh, like everything? No, I haven't. But I'm for me this is i i am doing more than the bare minimum so that's good for me but also i'm doing everything that i can functionally can with the time that is allotted with me because man i i get tired man <laughs> you know I, I get tired a lot so um yeah I, I i get i get super tired so um I just I I don't have time to myself so I need that I I need to do self-care or um I won't be able to do anything else you know that whole like grind to you, grind to your die mentality is not for me I need self-care or I won't be able to do anything you know so yeah have I tried everything no but am I trying yes so I'm good with that all right, so that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as Google Podcast, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. That is Tink Pod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. That is TinkPodcast at gmail.com. And I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody.